Hey, this is Kyra, the creator of America's Hidden Gym. You are now tuned into the podcast. Get ready. Hey, welcome to America's Hidden Gym, the podcast. I'm your host, Kyra. And I'm your co-host, Kamet. To our listeners, we have a special guest, one of my dear friends from the U, Josh Johnson, also a financial advisor from Northwestern Mutual. So we're going to be asking him a few questions because, hey, we're young and we need to get our lives together. So, Josh. Okay. Um, being that we're in the middle of this pandemic, what do you believe is the first thing we should do as young adults and for those who are listening that are students and even professionals like in this economic climate? For sure. For sure. So, um, and, and one, thanks for, for having me on here, Kyra. I, I definitely appreciate it. Um, you know, I would say right right now with everything that's going on, um, the, the biggest impact uh, from a financial perspective is people, you know, losing value in, you know, whether it's homes or assets or accounts that they have. Um, and I think that the biggest thing right now is that cash is king. Um, being able to to have, you know, a proper emergency fund or, um, you know, some, some secured cash that's on the sideline. That's, that's the, the biggest thing that you can, that you can do for yourself. So, so one, you know, any stimulus checks that we're getting, any type of breaks that we're getting, um, you know, any influx of, of cash, you know, instead of, of spending it on, on all the sales that are going on and, and online, I mean, support the, the businesses that you want to support uh, to an extent. But I would say having cash on hand is, uh, is very crucial in that, in that first step. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know that you said to have secure cash, like, on hand. Being that you said, like, you have secure cash like on hand are you suggesting a savings yeah. account? yeah yeah for okay. sure uh savings accounts are, are are awesome um and what uh, you know a lot of people uh, aren't hip hip on when it comes to to savings account is that most times they're thinking okay you know I've, I've been at like a bank of america uh client since i was in high school and i'm still a bank of america client you know i love i love them i love you know how how easy it is to to work with them um, but at the same time, like I know that their, their savings account that they have, you know, that they offer gets me, you know, 0.01% in interest, uh, every year, which, you know, is, isn't going to do a whole ton. Like if, if inflation is, is at 1.8%, that means that if my money isn't growing at at least 1.8%, then I'm, I'm losing money. Mm. Right. right. So um, what's what's been super interesting, especially in the banking space, is that uh, like 16, 18 months ago, you know, there's there started to become the wave of like online savings accounts, you know, really high interest yielding savings accounts. And when they first came on the market, when interest rates were a little bit higher than they are right now, they were coming at like two, two point five percent. Um, so, so now they're, they're sitting at, you know, somewhere between 1.3, 1.7%, but having your, you know, your emergency fund there, you know, whether it's five grand, 10 grand, you know, of cash that you just want to want to have sitting on the sideline, like that will be a really good place to put that, you know, short to mid, uh, to midterm dollars in those, in those high interest yielding savings accounts during the online space. 
the aspect because you know people are um especially in this period of quarantine people are actually starting to think of their small businesses what they really want to just pursue you know on the side their side hustle mm-hmm. so as far as like i guess like building business credit like what are the steps to like obtaining that or obtaining like you know just a way of actually building that so it pays for other things in your personal life as well for sure for sure so uh and, and we're all super young in this in this conversation um, and the, the great part about starting a business when you're, when you're young is that there's not a whole ton of like life responsibilities that, that you have to take care of. You know, you, mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know, thankfully right now don't, don't have, you know, kids, like we're not, we're not married. I mean, even if we're in a relationship or, you know, early in that engagement, I mean, we're, um, there's not a whole ton of, of outflows that need to happen. Right. If we if we choose for them not to happen. So in terms of of business credit, um, I think that that starting a business at, at this age and paying yourself the minimum, you know, like like if you have a, a credit line of, you know, ten thousand dollars and basically every month you have to make it, every month you have to pay back you know, let's call it $200 a month for that like minimum payment for that $10,000 mm-hmm. loan. Basically, if you're, if you're, you know, doing the business and you're generating, you got to make sure that you're at least generating $200 from that business a month so that you can pay back that loan. Right. Anything, right. anything above that is profit, but shouldn't necessarily be profit. Let mm-hmm. me go spend it somewhere else. It should be profit. Let me go reinvest into that business. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, since you brought up investing, because you know a lot of people nowadays, we're getting hit with the what is it, the multi-level marketing, the MLM, so everything from the T to yeah. forex to the whole nine years. What <laughs> do you <laughs> like? No shade, because shoot, I I do forex too. No shade. Um. What do I? But what do I? Yeah. What, what do I think about suggest? multi-level marketing? In terms of like savings and invest, well, no, 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 because I'm not even in, I'm okay. not even in that group myself. But, um, what would you suggest about invest investing, like our money now? Because essentially, like I know a lot of people they don't have mm-hmm. income coming in, so we're a lot of us would would resort to you know taking money from our savings or maybe the money that we do have on the side. So. As young adults, like, would you think investing, like, in the stock market um, be feasible for us to do now in this pandemic, even if we know the skill or yeah. not? I think that's a, I think that's a very situational question. I think it's a very situational question. I think if you're, if you're sitting at the point where, um, you know, where you're sitting on some cash, but you don't have cash coming in, like, any, any type of investment mm-hmm. that you make is, is going to be a risk, like, if anyone told you that, hey, invest in something and it's a guaranteed rate of return, like you should run. Because it's 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 most likely a scam. Like no one no one in the in the finance industry, you know, knows exactly what's gonna happen tomorrow or two months or three months down the road. It's basically looking at historical data and making the best, you know, most educated guess based on the risks that you wanna take. Um mm-hmm. So I think that that if you don't have an income, like if you don't have an inflow of cash during this time, it's very difficult for for me to say like this is the right time to be 
necessarily investing or taking those kinds of risks because if you're investing taking those kinds of risks and then you lose it all and then you have an emergency happen you know in a month or two you're kind of putting yourself in a position where you don't have the cash flow to to handle that emergency right and then you have to go into debt you know credit card debt get a loan whatever it is and now you're just using someone else's money to solve to solve a problem that you know you should have had the money to solve anyway so right that's that's one side if you don't have cash flow but if you do have cash flow you know i, I think it will it's this is a really good time to be getting into into the markets right like institutional investors right now large-scale banks savvy investors these are the times that they're preparing for you know like like wealthy people are made off of times like these wealthy people are made off of times like the 0809 real estate crash. Like you listen to to people doing podcasts about, you know, being real estate gurus and, you know, knowing this and that. I mean, those guys are basically the guys who had a bunch of cash on hand when houses that were worth, you know, half a million dollars were selling at a hundred thousand. Mm. Right. Oh uh, yeah, definitely in this period. I um I was watching something um, not too long ago, just kind of explaining like just the cycle of everything, like how like eventually gold like always cycles back to being like worth like the most. You know what I'm saying? Like gold and land, like those aspects, and just like how you say it, it really just all cycles back, especially during periods like this. They find ways to obtain those things, like you said, like retail, like land, and then gold being another aspect. Mm-hmm. Like I, I guarantee you, after this, they're gonna be advertising gold a lot, like just really pushing people to buy gold, like. So it's it's interesting. It's interesting how you say it just it really does just cycle back like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the the whole part about it is I think that we have a we're we've got an amazing opportunity for us to be, you know, in between 25 and 30 right now with an incredibly down market. Right. Which, you know, coming into a recession or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But things are things are going to bleed for this for this next mm-hmm. year, in my opinion. Right. Don't quote me. But um <laughs> And in, 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 in my opinion, but that's something that we that we see, you know, if you if you look at the financial markets for the course of 20 of a 20 year time horizon, there's going to be, you know, three to five years in which the markets are down. You know, that's just that's just cyclical, right. you know, market nature. Um, so so I think the the best thing that we can do right now is understanding that during these times, cash is king. If I have cash and I can make moves and I can become wealthy, right? It doesn't really matter what what happens in that in that that gap when everything is all is on the rise, right? What really happens is times like these. So if we have that knowledge going into it, that means that as we come out, we basically need to be making sure that we're throwing cash in really strategic places so that we're we're having security, we're having safety, you know, we're having some some good yield. And then when something like this happens again. Maybe we're 35, maybe we're 36, 37, whatever it is, but we got that cash that we can start making moves and really, really, really becoming wealthy. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy, though. It really, it really puts it in perspective, honestly. Just in, even just investing, like, so what, what would you recommend, like, certain things that you could see as a benefit investing in now? Like, I, the Forex thing is interesting. Like, I don't fully understand it, you know, so, like, for some other people that are, interested in investing like other than just uh forex and retail like what other aspects could you consider beneficial you know i mean 
it's 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 crazy what uh what I'm about to say, you know, and and you know, most people may may look at me and say, Josh, that's that's a little crazy, um, but you gotta have an open mind. And I think you alluded to it a little bit earlier, but it's to me, it's especially our age is gonna be yourself. Mm-hmm. That's gonna mm-hmm. be your best investment. Right, because no, no, you know, no thousand dollar, two thousand dollar investment into any, you know, stock bond into any portfolio is going to do you a ton. Right, you, you know that that may make you over the course of of the the next five ten years, maybe maybe twenty thirty percent max. Right, but you take that same amount of money and you put it into yourself, or you put it into a business, or you put it into your craft. That's that's really flipping it. Right. That's that's making 100, 150 rate of return there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm a big believer in, in business. I'm a big believer, you know, into into our especially our communities, having our own businesses that, you know, that that we can grow, that we can understand. And I mean, having your own business, you know, you don't have to make a ton of money to be to be living a, a, a great lifestyle, too, because a lot of people you know, basically running a lot of their personal expenses through the, through the business or a lot of the personal expenses are going to kind of mesh with the business and you're able to write a lot of things off. Um. <laughs> well, I need you to rewind that back. Cause I don't think people yeah, know that. So, so, I mean, this, this country is, is built <laughs> off of, off of capitalism. You know, this country is built off of, off of business. And it's, it's funny, the people, the people that I know, like I surround myself with a lot of, a lot of like-minded individuals. Um, I, I believe in that as well, but I surround myself with a lot of other business owners uh, who, who are very savvy in their businesses as well. And when this thing hit, you know, I kind of looked around and I, and I saw the individuals that were, you know, drastically affected from the beginning. And I mean, you know, all businesses are, are starting to feel that effect, no matter if they were, you know, you know, uh, super profitable businesses or if they weren't profitable, you know, at this point, everyone's kind of feeling it a little bit, but straight from the jump, I mean, those people who were em- employed, right. Like those, those were the people who felt it first. Like those are the people who, who, you know, they, they really had nowhere to turn to at least the business owners kind of had a little, you know, uh, had more flexibility in the situation. Or could at least say, hey, you know what, if this model isn't working, what's the next model that we need to put in place so that we can ride the wave? So you're you're hinting on self-investing. So, of course, are you thinking of courses? Are you thinking of, you know, the self-help books? Because, you know, a lot of times when people say self-investing, people don't necessarily quite understand that. Like, I know me and you've had a conversation, mm-hmm. me and Commit have a conversation, but to like our audience, what would you deem as sometimes that, 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 uh, the, the self, you know, self-improvement books, uh, sometimes the courses, you know, really is that, that self-investment that you, that you have to make. Um, it, it, it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, as long as that investment is is built to to make you some sort of income, right? Right. If it's if it, honestly, if you wanted to self invest in into your TikTok like profile, 
and basically go and, and say, hey, instead of instead of putting, you know, two thousand dollars in, into the markets or in, two thousand dollars into, you know, something else like I'm just going to build a really good social media. Like I'm going to become a, a, a influencer and start building in passive income from there. Like I'm going to start buying ads or I'm going to start, you know, really researching what influencers are, are, are doing, you know, or I'm going to buy a couple of products and review them and then, you know, spread it like that whatever it is, like that's, that's an investment. It's a risk in itself, right? You got to make sure you know how to play the game and that you're studying, but that's, that's literally like starting a, a business. No, seriously. Like just even in your right. personal interest, like, it's yeah. like you, how you say, like you, you say a certain product, yeah, you, you want to give a review on just really like your own personal interest in itself, investing in those, it, it just feeds at, like you said, like you, your brand, like you literally are your own brand. You really like marketing yourself. You have to do it uh, consistently, effectively, like into be inspirational. So, I mean, just like that, that even moves to the, the whole topic of us, uh, like just self-investment, how we were going to discuss in the show for real, just really designing yourself in a way that you, how you want to seek yourself professionally as well, just, and then holistically in your health, uh, mentally, like just, just important aspects like that because health is the most important way to invest in yourself like yeah. lebron james i just realized he he pays a million dollars like just on his health like every year like yeah just well, i mean his stuff. his health is literally his source of income literally yep like <laughs> that's that's like he's he's paying he's paying his best employee right now yeah like that's that's a salary his health is is literally working for him um so for for sure, you know, one hundred percent is that you gotta you gotta invest in yourself. No oh, man, that's powerful though. Like just feeding the soul. Like I even um, cause I looked up self investment too. Cause for people that might not know, um, there actually is like just a you know a concrete definition, but it's actually really simple. Um, it's defined as any activity to bring clarity, focus, and joy into your life. It helps your personal growth and aspirations, giving you a sense of peace and understanding. So. Like it's not even related to business, but we can relate it as such. But it really just is a holistic approach to just moving toward a life of abundance and really just self improvement. So just powerful. You, you just said a whole gym. <laughs> that that right there. You nah. know we got to start adding little sound effects. But it's been gyms the whole show. But real. I think the simple fact, it, you know, it's the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but shameless plug, shameless plug. Um, but to be honest, like that definition, um, the word that stuck out to me was joy, because I feel like a lot of people, they do things. I don't, I hate to use this word. They use it for clout. They use it to gain, you know, the access, the notoriety, mm -hmm. the, you know, the fame when they're like, you know, just doing anything, whether it's because, you know, they do it in Forex, too. I, I I mean, we're talking about financial literacy today. They use it for their self-gain. But to, like, to hear that self-investment, like, is you doing something that brings you joy? I feel like that opens up. That opens up my eyes because that makes me, you know, re like, analyze what I'm doing to find out, like, hey, am I doing this, well, like, just to do, to do it, it right. or am I doing it yeah. out of joy? Right. And I no, think people forget that. Because, I mean, that's even with your profession. Like, you should be doing something that you love to do 
versus staying in it just because you got a degree. Yes, I'm throwing darts <laughs> at architecture, engineering, business, um, communications, and the whole nine yards. Like you do not need to stick in something right. if you do not want to do it or you do not enjoy it. Really informative, Josh, honestly. Like just really getting your whole idea of self investment and then business credit too, like those are important topics that, especially if people our age know know now, especially from a, a minority standpoint, man, it's, it's it's through generations to come for real. So definitely yeah. a blessing to have you. Hey, for sure, man. I, I I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate it. I'm uh I'm all about you know being a part of our our community and being a part of. I mean, there's something special about you know about the youngins in our community, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys feel mm-hmm. it, but there's there's something going around that's just it's like championship season. They're hungry, man. You know, yep. Exactly. It's, it's championship season uh, for mm-hmm. for us and for this generation. Like I just see small switches, you know, uh, small like little little sparks of electricity going on um, through through our our generation, and uh, it's exciting to see. Uh, quite frankly, so to to be a part of that move, you know, and a part of that movement, um, I'm I'm real excited to to see it. I can't wait know. to see where we go. I think that is, like, I know everyone is like, you know, tripping on 2020 being such a very hard, strenuous year thus far, and we're only halfway through, not even halfway through. Um, but I really do believe this is the year that we come out on top, so to speak that like we're going to achieve our best versions of ourselves. Um, but Josh, I thank you. Um, I will definitely, well, I have your contact information and I'll put it in the bio for the episode. So yes, view, well, not viewers, audience. There we go. Listeners. If you enjoy Josh, please contact him. He is available. <laughs> I am his hype woman. Okay. Y'all. Support, 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 support is free. But yes, thank you so thank much you for, for having coming me, guys. on, Josh. I appreciate you. Yep. So, did you enjoy the episode? I know you did. Follow us at AHG the podcast for more content and for episode release dates. Also, if you have a topic in mind you want us to discuss, go ahead and send us an email at AHG the podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Bye.